0: On today's episode, we're going to talk about being in phase two, 2.5, three. You don't know (laughs) because you haven't checked the news. Um, But just dealing with these different uh, phases that we have to go through because of the pandemic. And kind of some tips that we found out there um, in our reading on how to deal so memes i read from a different couple different articles and everything from like american academy of pediatrics so your scholarly sources to the verge um an american technology news company um article so and I thought it was interesting because there was a common thread, whether you were a doctor in this field, a psychologist in this field of family therapy and children, um, development or the verge, which is all about technology and how it's going to impact society. They like did a focus group on certain employees that work for them, um, so, a whole bunch of creative folks uh it, it didn't matter the The different topics the tips that they gave were kind of similar, and I kind of boiled them down to like three and so I would love to hear your tips meme about these like what your thoughts are on these so one of the first ones was about talking um open and honestly with your kids and even with yourself. Um, and I don't know, I don't know if this is different now because of the pandemic or if you've always implemented this, but what are your thoughts on? Well, definitely, I
1: also come with the perspective of being in education and that being this hot button topic right now with how do we approach it? What happens with starting the school year across the country? There's just so many different models being implemented also, and I would say, This is the one that Omar helps me balance all the time because he is one of always being honest, especially with the littles. So he's like, I just explain it to them. And I think that is better. And at times I, I don't avoid that out of not wanting to broach the topic. I sometimes just don't really want their feedback on it. So I will, let them know as a, on a need to know basis and he's just like prompting them days before and I'm like yeah because you're not the one hearing for days I can't wait till my sister gets here you're not the one hearing for days I don't want to go to the dentist and you're prepping them and then you're not the one in the space like hearing the anxiety or the nagging or whatever the response is but in something as serious as this that can be as confusing for adults as students i I'm, adults as children, I would say um, the talking and being honest in every sense of the word, which I also do with my team at work. We have a mindful minute as practice, even before the pandemic on our team meetings. We do personal check-ins. We do check-ins about things that are socially relevant to us, to our students. And so having a space where authentically, I want to know how you are as a person first, is at home professionally, which helps. It doesn't change how many responsibilities we have, what we're trying to accomplish, what the goal is, um, that the routine is what it is at home. It, it, it does bring us back to like our humanity though, because whatever it's going to look like on the end has to do with how we're actually feeling. So my question to my advisees is always, how are you dot, 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 really? Like, I'm not just asking to get the like, fine, let's check that off. and move on to the next thing. Um, it's how are we, really.
0: Yeah, and I think it's a, a good tip to have for parenting in general, mm-hmm. because our children often model our behavior, um, and that can be a good thing or a bad thing. And so, <laughs> and like, and I just remember... Um, when we had lost uh, Abuela, and we, I started going to grief counseling and researching more about how to deal with grief and how to help your children deal with grief. And that was one of the main things was modeling uh, how you're coping with it. So if you were sitting down and crying and that's how you felt was to cry, that it was okay to not walk away and go to a different room and hide yourself um, so that they wouldn't see you cry. Um, And so oftentimes I find myself in the same place during this pandemic, like struggling with uh, keeping the interest in work and keeping the interest in the activities or uh, feeling like I have joy in every activity. And I think it's a good thing to communicate that with my kids so that way they understand that if I'm short about something, it's just that, that I'm tired, right? Like I have, I've been drained or if I'm excited about something or looking forward to something, I also express that so that they can understand um, why I'm responding the way that I'm responding rather than being seen as a moody person, right? Like I feel like oftentimes we classify people as Uh, moody, or you never know what you're going to get when you interact with this person. And it's simply a lack of communicating and being honest with how we're truly feeling or how we're truly perceiving something. Because oftentimes, if we're bottling it up and trying to hide how we're feeling, it's the simplest thing that causes us to explode and then it all comes spewing out. And you're pulling out every single thing that's been ticking you off for the past like year. And right? I think
1: I think it's also worth noting that hopefully we're on the turn in society where these topics of our emotions and how we deal with them and mental health and how much that impacts how we interact with each other and what life feels like that it would be an uptick to this being more understood and where we're not throwing people in buckets as you know or labeling them things because they have feelings and it's interesting because i was speaking to a former student who is a college student now and she was highlighting how this shows up in relationships with young people and this idea that there's so much going on in the world and when she has either started talking to a young man or getting to know someone like a cousin of a friend or other circles or extended circles when she realizes how much loss um young people have experienced or seeing what we're seeing in the media and being impacted in, in the trauma because the truth is we're just a global society that has experienced trauma in one degree or another for sure during this phase and then in multiple ways when we think about the other um, events and lives lost and injustices happening so looking at it from that lens it kind of really moved me that she was mature enough articulate enough to to state like I recognize when I meet these people how much they kind of need things and while I would like to be like a guiding comforting person it's always like a lot of responsibility to be the one that's telling someone well you have to share your feelings or you should find a way to broach this and I I just thought it was very insightful of her but then it also kind of made my heart heavy because that is what young people are dealing with Mm -hmm. and so when we think about through all their phases as young you know, as they can start to ask questions or grapple with things, it's so important for us not to stigmatize what it is to discuss feelings, to express them, to know that there's different ways that they can show up, and then to be comfortable with like seeking support when maybe they're too much for us or we're not, or they're unfamiliar, we're not sure it's something we've never experienced before. I think it's really essential.
0: Yeah, so keep that open, honest communication with yourself and then with your children and your spouse or partner. Um, Because they'll model it and you'll truly hear how your kids feel about something because they have feelings. They sometimes, depending on the age, don't exactly use words to express it, but they are always expressing it (laughs) in some form or another. Um, So staying connected that way. And then Uh, another thread or like common theme that I saw in all these articles was the need to stay connected. Like no matter how much we're trying to socially distance ourselves and adhere to that, to help this virus, you know, um, settle and find a cure that still were innately made for human connection and for relationships and knowing that our, lives impact more than just ourselves and so if we completely isolate and um, don't tap into the other ways to connect with people it can often lead to depression and other mental health issues and so um, uh, most of these articles were talking about doing zoom and it's okay to have screen time and trying to find creative ways to do virtual parties and um and this one I thought was hilarious meme because I just remember growing up a lot, you always getting yelled at, so much. Mm-hmm. and now we're all on the phone too much, mm-hmm. you know. Um, but the fact that I often think to myself, I was like, man, this staying connected is draining to me because I am not the person that likes to be on the phone talking all the time, but it's the main way to stay connected and especially with the grandparents and the uh, different generations of um, folks that we have our kids interacting with Um, zoom or a regular phone call helps um, to let them know that they can check up on their grandmother or their grandpa and make sure that they're okay, you know, and then also see their friends.
1: I think it's also innovating. Those ways of uh, communicating. So, I a few tips that I heard on the Happier Podcast with Gretchen Rubin that I really enjoy is their family has an email chain that is it's really it's called updates, but they're sharing mundane things of their days so that they just know what's happening with each other. And what happens is that the more you know, the more you have to say when you do speak to people. It's it's funny that way that if too much time goes by. It's super awkward to find that connection and carry a conversation. But if you're hearing about all the little things and the truth is you could, it can be boring. They say (laughs) there's the disclaimer, like this could be boring, but you'll know, you know, took the dog to the vet, um, made a themed breakfast or, um, something that happened on your, you know, walk or, that you read or something you came across but it's like keeping each other in the loop of things and I would say just customize things to what works for you maybe it's a group chat with different things maybe it's an email the other is the practice of making phone calls like on a walk and like rotating what friends you're checking in with or maybe you know the walk is for like the one person that you're always intending to call and don't call and I think those are the ways that you can kind of make something consistent and make it create more bonds during this strange time. Um, I'm also finding that as much as I do enjoy talking on the phone or being in touch with people, I enjoy my virtual, like my zoom meeting book club, but because I'm on the computer all the time, I'm finding it hard to continue that and stay on my phone or, or I, I feel guilty about not really being present in time with family because of that. It's like, well, I'm on the computer all day for work. And then if I'm texting here or catching up or on social media, it just isn't my like authentic connection time. So I've been trying to shift that, but I think depending on how far you are or how many people you're thinking of getting in touch with, you can find some creative ways to stay connected because it's really important.
0: Exactly. And That kind of leads into the other common thread that I saw in most of these articles was about grace, grace and more grace um, and showing yourself that grace. So the way that this came across is either like loosening up the schedules, not trying to be as structured um, because it could get boring. (laughs) It could be the same routine day in and day out even on Saturday and Sunday. Um, and then lowering the bar a little bit, like understanding. And this one, I'm beginning to get my hands around a little bit more because, you know, we decided to do virtual school and what I thought virtual school was and what virtual school actually is for our school are not one and the same. <laughs> so trying to show them grace, trying to show myself grace. Uh, especially when I realized halfway through today that I was reading the wrong lesson plan because who knew that virtual lesson plan was on the home study lesson plan. <laughs> uh. <laughs> so, um,
1: and it's that time for adjustment, right? Again, yeah. this is one that for me bleeds into home and work. It's so, Torn tribe, you know, we are always encouraging you to choose grace, right? When you feel torn, choose grace. But in these moments, I keep that is my mantra for my team. That is my mantra for myself. So today was Sophie's first live. Um, meeting with her teacher one-on-one so we had done an orientation we had seen videos but this was live and it would be the day that i would be going crazy the night before and making sure everything is perfect and you know within 24 hours i would have been freaking out because i didn't like make a sign or say what her favorite books are or get this milestone chronicle but i did not approach it that way because it was going to take away from her really engaging in something that is different than it was last year. She herself was recalling, last year I took this picture outside my school and it's very different this year. So having grace with myself, not making it crazy and like holding the bar so high of like what it should look like and how I could get a picture that I will be sharing with you guys on our social media. Um, and and yet it worked out probably better than other first moments that I've maybe you know, pull my hair out or try to curate in a particular way. Um, And so it's part of that. And in lowering the bar, it's not that you are removing expectations, it's that you're having authentic expectations for the way life is set up right now. And so you have to understand that every, you know, we are all simultaneously building planes while we're flying them. And we are all learning new things at a speed that we probably haven't had to do in a really long time, if ever. And um, doing it along with our children and our partners and our colleagues. And I think it's just easier for us to give ourselves grace and share that with others and know that we'll come out of this better for it if we can just like pause and say like, okay, it is what it is. We're putting our best foot forward. And we'll be okay on the other side.
0: Yeah, and I think this this tip of grace, grace, and more grace is the is the catalyst of filling up the joy jar. Mm-hmm. Because the moment that I like sit back and I realize, hey, this is just gonna be uh what I would consider a waste of a day <laughs> and that's it. It's just gonna be that way. Oh well. Uh, move on um, is when I begin to start getting joy back and not letting the delay or the printer not having ink or the la- I just went to Walmart and bought all the school supplies and I looked at the printer paper and said Ah, we have tons of that at home. To then get home <laughs> and try to print out the schedule and realize we have no printing paper. <laughs> Yes. One of those moments, choose grace (laughs) Um, for yourself and everybody else that it's their job to buy the paper, (laughs) Um, you know, but it's uh, those moments where I get to step back and then let the joy meter get refilled Um, and realize that, you know, for my kindergartner, although kindergarten looks different for him in the sense that it's virtual it's his first time going to kindergarten. So this is all he'll know, right? So it's just different in my mind, but he's all about it. He's all excited and, um, you know, just excited about something new. And And so making sure, yeah, this new phase. And so although our kids, they're feeling many emotions and it's important to recognize that it's their first time going through it and they're actually they may be embracing it better than what we are embracing it. So it's allowing a little bit of that graceful attitude of a child to kind of fill you up as well and start modeling that. Cause my Zeke man, like he is all about getting to know these classmates (laughs) and very excited about every single virtual scavenger hunt. That's Um, great. Yeah. That they want to, he's like, Oh, Tell me to find, you know, because, of course, the first scavenger hunt, they asked him to find something that started with the first letter of his first name. He's like, that was too easy. Tell me to find something with the first letter of my middle name. (laughs) Because he every time, I don't know if this is for common for all kindergartners, but every time I ask him, hey, you need to write your full name. You mean Adam? I got to fit the adam in here too and i'm like no just ezekiel ramsey that's it why not adam he's like i don't even understand why i have that name if i never have to write him. oh that's so funny because
1: this cousin is the opposite today when i said do you want them to call you sophie or sophie grace she was like sophie grace Jordan. and i said no but i mean like just when they're referring to your first name and she's like but all of it, like all my name. So she's like all or nothing. Like
0: Dr. Sophie, sure name, please.
1: The other (laughs) thing I wanted to know is that I don't know how everyone else feels if there is a, is a belief or a, a sense of like everything having a purpose, but I do believe that we're on a journey and throughout the journey, things are happening to make us what we're supposed to be for some later phase in our journey. And I think as we're talking about this having grace, I think it's, it's blossoming out of this difficult time to pause and have this quality. And if we could hold on to it, even when things are maybe not as hard or there is some new normal, or this is, these are long forgotten days, I think it would be a great quality to, to walk away from all of this with.
0: So Torn Tribe, we would love to hear your tips and common themes that you've seen in your life as you're coping with these different phases um, and coping with this time. And uh, even hearing how you're talking openly and honestly with your kids or with your spouse or or creative ways that you're taking to stay connected Or areas where you've noticed that you've had to show yourself grease, grease, and more grease. We would love to hear it. And now for our men's segment, where we share a highlight from the week. So, Memes, what's mending you this week?
1: So, I am back to listening to my audiobooks. And it has made me feel so accomplished. <laughs> I could probably catch up and get back on track with my 12 books for the year. Um, but it's, I don't really know how to describe and, and I've been trying to find the words because Sophie is in this phase where she's still learning her letters, We're trying to do the phonics of like okay this letter has a sound and it represents something in work but i want her to understand that she's like at the precipice of opening up like a whole world to herself like her and i was standing watching her talking to her dad the other day and he said something about but you're gonna be able to like see what that says as you learn to read you're gonna because she'll come over and say what does that say or you know and it's like yeah. do this work for me <laughs> It's not, how do I sound it out? It's like, this word starts with this. No, it's like, what is that? I know it says something. Like, what does that say? And he's like, but an excite, trying to um, inspire in her this excitement that it's going to be a thing she's able to do. And that's really what I have been feeling this week is that the being able to get my mind focused enough to listen to my audiobooks while I'm doing other things um, because honestly the idea of sitting with the text, I'm reading one text in hard copy and because it's more academic, it's like I'm reading about a, a paradigm, a framework for literacy, it makes, it, it, I really need it in that form, but in the sense of my fiction, um, anything inspirational, I love doing it through audio. And being able to do that simultaneously while I'm doing other things. And it has really, really, like, lit the spark in my brain again.
0: That is awesome. My mend is is sort of similar in the sense that it has to do with reading and literacy. And kind of like what you were saying, that, um, you know, you open up this whole other world And it's just amazing what text can do and how it can transcend time. And so I've been on this treasure hunt in the Word. Just I came across, and I've read it before, but these 21 verses in Obadiah, and in the book of Obadiah. And I've just been observing and chewing on every single verse in that short book. And it's taking me back to like historical times of the Babylonians and these different prophets and trying to understand where they, you know, where they had these visions, where they spoke these words and how they're so similar and you know, just to take me on the journey of these two men that lived during the same period but spoke in different parts of the world and so it's it's just exciting that a text can do that, right? So the same thing, I like woke up my brain for the past few weeks. I'm like, oh, now like I can escape through this and go learn a little bit about history and figure out kind of like you were saying, the purpose um, of why I landed on this and why this is jumping off the page to me. But Mm -hmm. the excitement of that, the excitement of being able to, to dig and learn and um and, and grow observe and bring yeah.
1: your perspective now that it when you've read it in the past was a different perspective and that's why it's speaking to you now and how you will carry that and what it will bring as you observe other things and what you connected to and that that is what I'm very excited for Sophie to embrace.
0: Yeah. so torn tribe stay connected with us uh, let us hear your men's um what's got you excited and feeling joyful these days and memes tell our folks how to stay connected so they don't miss a beat
1: so please listen follow share and also follow us on social media our handle is at torn mlb send us your feedback, your thoughts on future episodes that would be interesting to you to tornmlb at gmail.com. Thanks for joining.
0: Thanks for joining. Choose
1: grace. When you feel torn, choose Choose grace. grace.